It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! All right, everyone, welcome back. It's another fine edition of the Ears Up podcast. I realized that, uh, you know, over the years, I've kind of just done the same intro. So I wonder if anyone's really going to be able to tell if, without looking at what episode this really is. <laughs> it's the same exact thing all the time. Well, it's funny. Um, Tune In has been doing this thing for some reason where, like, every time I click on our new episode to listen to it, because yeah. I'm super vain and I have to listen to our episodes. Someone has to. Um I listen. I start listening to it, and it's always the one prior to the one that I'm looking for. It huh. like jumps back one, and it drives me crazy because I don't notice it till five minutes in, and I'm like, ah, you got me again. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, tune in radio. <laughs> well, the good news is you can just go to our website, which is earsup-podcast.com. Ears with a Z. Which is pretty Cause good. Because we wanted to make things easy for everyone. Want to make it cool and hip. Z. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, Taryn. Uh, thanks for joining us again for another episode of Ears Up. Uh, hope you're having a good time uh, with us as usual. Uh, Terrence, this is a Terrence-heavy episode for all you Terrence fans out there. Uh, Terrence is going to be running Terrence, through. Terrence, uh, see? Terrence. We have one. Yeah. <laughs> you and my mom. That's about it. <laughs> Angry Becca's like, I'm over that guy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, Terrence is going to be taking us through the next two years of Disney movies, which uh, is going to be pretty cool, actually. Um, he has three pages of notes in front of him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's basically, if, if you like us for our opinions, this is a show for you. Yes. Uh, we have a lot of content. We have a lot of opinions to hand out. Um, and so, yeah, it should be it should be a good time. Uh, before we do that, uh, you know, we're on iTunes. You can go on and rate us. That'd be cool. And, uh, you know, leave us some feedback. Uh, if you want to uh, email us feedback, go to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Uh, we're on social networks. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Join us. Get your friends in there. And uh, we post some cool stuff like, uh, well, whenever the show comes out. Uh, but the other day I posted uh, a picture I called Proto Disneyland, which mm-hmm. is essentially an aerial view of the orange grove that used to be Disneyland. Yeah. And you can tell it's the five right there with, what is that, Catella or it was Ball or whatever. Ball, yeah, like yeah. crossing right there. It's really cool. I don't know. And the Disneyland blog, uh, Disneyland Park uh, blog posted that. And I was like, that's amazing. I'm going to steal that. I don't know. Cool stuff. So, you know, we like to party over on uh, social media. If you have any compliments for whatever reason, if you just want, you know, just email Terrence. He needs friends. He's, <laughs> he feels a little lonely. Terrence, T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E at earsup-podcast.com. Anything else goes to Jason at the aforementioned Earl. Excuse me. We also have our, our, our blog, so check that out too. You can just go straight to earsuppodcast.com. Uh, it's not only just shows. We have blog entries and photos and all that kind of fun stuff. It's also a great way to support us. Uh, if you do your Amazon shopping, we have a, a, an Amazon link, and you can click right through there. And uh, you know, helps us a little bit. Helps you a lot because you get some cool stuff from Amazon. And uh, you know, it's a win-win, man. Uh, if you don't want to do that or if you want to do that but also want to help out a little bit more, uh, donating a buck a show, you can donate. Uh, you know, that that's uh, really cool. We have some cool donors out there. Uh, we also have a few of you reoccurring donors a certain amount a month and, uh, you know, comes right out of your thing. You never you even know about it. And, uh, yeah, it helps us because this thing is uh, a labor of love. That's for sure, man. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, we have to mention our, uh, you know, our other side project, which is Cove Ears. You can go to get Cove Ears. 
dot com. That's G E T C O V E A R S dot com. And uh, what covers are are stretchable, uh, fun ways to customize your Mickey Mouse ear hats in the park. Uh, there's you know yellow and white polka dots. There's red and white polka dots. There's a uh, uh, leopard print, all that kind of stuff. And they're just cute little covers that go right over the black, boring ears on your Mickey Mouse hats. You can match them with uh, with your outfit, and you know kind of do all sorts of fun stuff. So check them out, please. Get coveyears. dot com. Uh, no feedback today, right? Nope. That's a rare feedbackless yeah show, man. That means Terrence is up uh, like four minutes early. We're I actually- think it means we're doing something right. Well, we're zooming through this. <laughs> like, we, you want to you want to talk about something non-Disney for a minute? Like, you know, sure. the size of people's ear holes or something? Oh, or? that's right. So that's what we were going to talk about. I forgot. Thank you very much. Um, in the beginning of the show, before before we went live... Uh, that look right there, Taryn. That's the reason why. Taryn is talking, uh, and, and, and this is like a window into my life, because we're sitting here, and we, we, we just did some recording, and kind of ready to go live, and she goes... Do you think it's bad to have things in your ears all the time? And that silence is kind of what happened in the room. And we're like, ah. And we've learned really recently to just let Taryn get those questions out and then ask her own follow-up questions. Because nine times out of ten, nobody knows what she's talking about. Um, Sometimes not even her. And then uh, what were you talking about, Taryn? Well... Okay, so we have cats, and they're loud at about 4 in the morning when they decide that they need food, and we didn't feed Just them Just go straight whatever. to the Yeah, okay, thing. fine. So I wear those little squishy things in my ears. Earplugs. Uh, Earplugs. <laughs> yeah, those. Okay, great. Uh, I wear those at night. Probably there was a, a just a really easy name for those squishy things that you put in your the ears. plugs <laughs> yeah, that you th- put in your ears. Yeah, right. Yeah. Continue, okay. Tara, please. Earplugs. I wear earplugs. But then I also ride a train into work every day for an hour, and so I also wear uh, headphones Mm -hmm. for an hour. And I'm not really listening to anything ever. I just have them in because I don't want to hear the sounds. Right. And then I get to work, and then at work sometimes I'm listening to music through my headphones. So I just have things in my ear all the time. And then I realize, like, I have this thing on my ear, and it's not in my ear, but it's on my ear. And I was like, wow, there's things on my ear, like, all the time. And I just wonder if that's not good for you. You should breathe in between sentences Take well a you wanted me to get it out so i no, got it i wanted out. you to get to the point and you, you did great um <clears throat> and then but you said something else about one ear hurting more yeah. than the other well okay my left my left what is that a, no lobe is the thingy thing yes <laughs> what's, what's the inside ear part? canal your my what my left ear canal i think is smaller than my right one mm-hmm. because i wake up and my my left one hurts but my right one's fine so, <clears throat> and this is when I was like, we're just going to go live and do this on the air. Because the squishy whatevers, we still don't need, have a name for them. Right. <laughs> the little purple <laughs> foam things. The, I've the, heard they're called earplugs. Yes! Mm. God, that's you're so good. Um, they conform to your ear. So you wouldn't notice. If, right. Why would one hurt and the other one would Because I it? think that my ear canal is too small for even that thing it's and a fu- it's no it's foam. stretching too much it, like, it, no it, it's not like uh like stretchable insulation and where it fills <laughs> the space it it just conforms to whatever it doesn't push anything out i maybe it's because you're I think it sleep, does. but it can't it, it, it's not your body your cartilage is stronger than, than the foam. foam what if it's not oh my god it is <laughs> but then why do i feel like my ear canal is bruised I think because maybe you sleep on it. Or maybe you're pushing it in too far. 
or maybe you're pushing it in too far. Well, I'm pushing it in really far because I don't want it to like. See, like I feel it in my ear. That might be the problem. That's too, you're, it's too far, yeah, it's too far, dummy. Yeah. So, yeah, but you can't have it sticking out because then I can't sleep. Like I can't. No, sleep no. What what I do is I I roll up and I put them like halfway in and then I hold it there. Right. And I let it expand until it, forms, exactly. until it fills up, so it's not in all the but way. But it's sticking out. Yeah. Sure. Are yeah, you a it, side sleeper? Yeah. Oh, then okay. Then I understand. No, that. so am I. Right, but you don't. Have, do you have earplugs in? Yeah. Because we have cats that itch themselves huh. for no reason. Yeah, and I have. They're to all keep, medicated. I, There's no fleas. Huh. Mine has to insane. be all the way in my ear, otherwise it like hits on the pillow. Yeah. I think you should just deal with it. Anyway, that's the kind of back, back behind the scenes backstage. Uh, you know, whatever that you get here on ears. Those up are podcast. my thanks. Well, someone. Has we should to have a new segment. Terrence thinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I have way more than just that. Yes. Oh my god, I I would be scared. <laughs> what would they be about? What would be another one? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> w- was that one? <laughs> that was, was the uh <laughs> just another one or? That was part of one. Okay. All right. Well, like I don't know. I wonder a lot of things. What's the, the what's the okay? Give me one thing you wondered about on Bart on the way home here today. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. This might be inappropriate. <laughs> well, then use your best it, judgment. It wasn't. <laughs> no, so I was sitting next to a little person. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I was reading Game of Thrones. Tyrion Lannister. And I was concerned that he would that like my thought when I took out the book was that. He was going to be offended. Like, maybe he didn't <laughs> like Game of Thrones because of their... <laughs> Stop. I can't even get this out because you guys are laughing. Close your, I'm not laughing. I'm looking at Terrence. Close your eyes and get this thought out, please, uh, while I maintain I just, eye contact I, with Terrence. I, I had this concern that this little person might be um, offended by the fact that... Uh, be offended by Game of Thrones. And so when I was reading it, I was... I, I had this concern that he would see the word Tyrion and be like, oh, I hate that book. And, like, and I felt bad. New segment of the show oh. is Terrence Things. I'm calling it right now. We need that. Oh, my God. Do you, oh. I don't even I don't even want to analyze it. I, I don't even know. Oh. Uh, Taryn, you are my favorite. Thank you. <laughs> this is my. This is why I get headaches. <laughs> oh my god! Now that's why I get headaches. Oh. Okay, well there you go, Taryn. <laughs> so from now on, I need you to write those down. Yes. And we'll do them on the show. Okay. All right. You did great, Taryn. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, please. All right, Terrence, what do you got for us, man? All right, so um, tell me about Disney movies. I, I expanded and whittled down this list of all of the Disney affiliated movies coming out. So, not just Disney proper, but Pixar, Marvel, a couple of DreamWorks um, movies in there as well. Um, there's a lot of movies coming out. Yeah. There's a lot of movies coming out within the next two years. So, um, we're going to start going through this and talking about some of the movies and some of the ideas, most of which have been done before, um, and Disney's just redoing it. And I want, at the end of each movie, I want to ask you guys, um, it's like what you do with the previews. You know, the previews of the movies, and like, in a, in a world, but, and they do oh, the yeah. whole thing, and at the end, you're like, 
not seeing it, like out loud. Yeah. We're we're gonna do that today. We're gonna say whether or not. Wait, you were guys... you sitting next to me when I saw Cinderella? Or oh no, <laughs> I think that was everyone <laughs> gonna see that. So we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna ask you guys with you would like to see it, and if if yes, then why, and if not, then no. So um, we're gonna go from the uh, most recent ones to the ones that are pushed way out. So the okay. first one um, is called Inside Out, and it's a Pixar movie. So I'm going to read the premise. Um, inside 11-year-old Riley Anderson's mind, five living emotions are hard at work, led by lighthearted optimist Joy, whose mission is to make sure Riley stays happy. Fear heads up safety. Anger ensures all is fair. Disgust prevents Riley from getting poisoned by uh, both physically and socially and from eating broccoli. Sadness isn't exactly sure what her role is, and frankly, Neither do any of the other emotions know her role. Um, and it's because of that the others bully her and are mean to her. Even Joy bullies her. When Riley's family relocates to a scary new city, the emotions are on the job, eager to help and guide her through the difficult transition. But when Joy and Sadness are inadvertently swept into the far reaches of Riley's mind, taking some of her core memories with them, fear, anger, and disgust are left reluctantly in charge. Joy and sadness must venture through unfamiliar places, including long-term memory, imagination land, abstract thought, and dream productions with help from Riley's old imaginary friend, Bing Bong, in a desperate effort to get back to headquarters and Riley. Bing Bong. Bing Bing Bong. Bong. That's the name of her imaginary friend. Okay. Um, So starring in the movie as Joy is Amy Poehler. Uh, Sadness is Phyllis Smith. Um, If you ever watched The Office, she was Phyllis on The Office. Um, Phil, uh, fear is Bill Hader. Disgust is Mindy Kaling, also uh, from The Office. And anger is Lewis Black. Hmm. Comes out June 19th. Would you guys want to see that? No. Why not? It, I'm completely bored. First of all, <laughs> it, it was a show on Fox called Herman's Head in the 90s. Yes. Oh, yeah, that, that was that a show. really yeah. good show. It was great. Um, I just don't. Mm, do I want to see it? No, I don't really. Have I don't seen, think I care. I don't have think you seen I, the previous, though? It looks good. Like I saw one preview. I don't know. It just seems like it, it's it's essentially it's here are these stereotypical characters that we're going to have and we're going to crowbar in laughs. I don't know. I don't I don't really need to see it. I might find it on the internet for free. Okay. I will say that um, the very first one I saw, I was like, uh, what has Pixar done? Right. But then the one that the the preview that I saw when I watched uh, Cinderella, mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I was like, I can't wait for this movie. Oh yeah. You can't wait, like really, like yeah. No, you're, I you're going to pay eight bucks. We're not going to rent it. You're just going to not I mean, wait I, for Netflix. You, if we could get it, no, no. But I'm saying, like, are you going to? You, you can't I wait to me means like you're to, going to the movies. I would to like see to. It. Okay, really? Yeah. yeah. I take my boys to see it. I think they like it. But also, just looking at the previews, it looks pretty funny. Yeah, it, it looks does. really good. Yeah, I just I don't know. It doesn't interest me. The motions of a little girl. But it's not just that. And it's joy and em- sadness meeting Bing Bong. It's the emotions of everyone. Like they're in, yeah. in the trailer, it's the mom, the the daughter. The mom says, "Honey, what's wrong?" And the daughter says, "Nothing." And then you have you go into the mom's mind, and there's five emotions there saying, "She said nothing. What's really wrong?" Yeah. You know, get the attention of the husband, and it goes to the husband, and the emotions are watching hockey inside of his head, not paying attention to what's going on. And it's. I think it's a good. I think it's a a funny looking movie. That's sexist. It reminded me. <laughs> That's sexist. You're, we're teaching our, the oh, children. Geez. I'm just kidding. I have no. It idea. reminded me a lot of like Up, like the not not the storyline or anything like that, but emotionally it reminded me of Up, like okay. the like like getting you at those heartstrings, like the the 
the, the like exactly that part that you just mentioned with right. the mom and it's like it's not just the daughter who like you see her say okay and you know she doesn't really mean okay right, right. and then the mom's like well what but she, she didn't mean that what does she mean and like everybody's doing that constantly or just me but people are doing <laughs> that all the time you know right. i i thought it was really cute I I, i'm it. really excited okay great right. you guys uh when you guys go tell <laughs> me how it is no you'll be with us all right so the next one is, um, in my opinion, one of the worst superheroes ever, uh, Ant-Man. Hey, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. So, uh, yeah. our, uh, before I even, Taryn, have you even heard of Ant-Man before? I will honestly say, I have heard of Ant-Man for the very first time today, and not from you. I was really? Li- I, was li- I listened to a radio show for five minutes on my way to the train, mm-hmm. and I listened to that today, and they said something about uh, the new Avengers movie, and they mentioned Ant-Man, and I went, what? And now you've just said it, and that's the, so. This is now the second time I've ever heard the term Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I'll tell you about it, and let's see if you're still interested. So, um, armed with a super suit with the astonishing ability to shrink in scale but increase in strength, thief Scott Lang must aid his mentor, Doctor Hank Kim, in, a, in safeguarding the mystery of the Ant Man technology from various new threats and a plot heist that will save the Earth. Starring Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas out on July 17th. No. 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 So I will say, so my nephew, and I really want to call Anthony right now, <laughs> uh, because he, he keeps up on these superheroes that I've never heard of. Like, I asked him, like, who, who in the world is Ant-Man? He's, oh, yeah, he's been around for a long time, and he's a pretty basic character. But Like, I, I don't care. I don't care about a guy in a suit who can shrink down. I just, it, I don't, I don't know. Adventures in Inner Space. Seen it. Yes. That was oh, a great that's movie, a good movie, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Love it. But for me, okay, this is a weird thing. And I was, I had this conversation with someone about, at work. Up until the casting of Paul Rudd as an action hero, as a superhero in this, it's the worst casting since Michael Keaton in the Batman movie. Yeah. Oh, I liked Michael Keaton as he a was, man. Oh, my God. Really? Wait, Are, what? What? I just tuned out for a second. Think about if terrible. I should call Anthony. He was terrible. He's not believable as Bruce Wayne. But what girl, what what woman in the world would find him attractive? M- Michael Keaton? He's a, He was older. Really? He was in his 40s. Michael Keaton. Why really? not? What's so wrong with him? What is he wrong was with him? not an attractive man at all. Well, that's... According to you, there are people who will find him attractive. Okay. Uh, Either way. Yes. Okay, so just on looks aside, you think he was terrible as Batman? I don't think he was very good at all. Oh, my. Who's your favorite Batman? If you say uh, Christian Bale, I'll kill you. I will <laughs> open a vein. Adam West. Is that better? Actually, my favorite. It's better. It, it, because it was camping, but my favorite, uh, the one I thought best fit both roles mm-hmm. was Val Kilmer. Oh my! He was a he was definitely had the looks to be the billionaire playboy, and he looked like he was in shape enough to actually beat someone up. George Clooney wasn't good at that. Michael Keaton, I would if I saw Michael, Michael Keaton's Keaton, the best Batman. Michael Keaton's the best. I Batman. completely disagree with and you. And Jack Nicholson's the best Joker. Oh, you're absolutely oh, wrong. Oh yeah, well, 100% Heath wrong. Ledger was an amazing Joker. Heath, Heath Ledger, he, he Heath was Ledger amazing. Played Joker the way Joker was supposed to be played. No, yes, incorrect, incorrect. By the comics, yes, it was incorrect. That's incorrect. That's just incorrect. Terrence just quit. Okay, fine. <laughs> Great. Turn his mic off. Okay, so the next movie coming out is Brit. Oh. Just, it's fine. It's all right. I mean, I've just, you know, I'll, later on we'll talk about what it feels like to be wrong. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Paul Rudd 
That's horrible. Yeah, I, I don't like Paul Rudd. People love him. I just don't really? find him funny. I think he's oh, good. He's I think probably he's a better writer-producer than an actor, but I don't know. I haven't seen much, so I, I don't know. I feel like such an old man when you do these shows. <laughs> it's great. I like it. Because I just don't really care about him. I just uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd's not a very good cast. Uh, it's not a good casting, and I don't understand why we have to have. See, angry Becca's in the chat room telling yeah. you not to come home because of your <laughs> weird opinions that, that nobody else has. And so we have a angry. spare room. You can see how angry she is. <laughs> yeah, as well. it's just I don't know. I don't. I don't understand why we have to have. <laughs> Like every Marvel superhero has well, to have I a agree movie. With, I agree with that. Like really, Ant Man. That's that's there's, really stupid. There's a, a part from the trailer where he's flying on the back of like a dragonfly or something. Like why? Why is this necessary? So the dragonfly is more powerful than he is. The, no, the dragonfly is bigger than he is. But he it's just like an ant where an ant is way more powerful than mm. their size. Down the size of an ant. Yeah, and he can that's lift stupid. like a, a hundred times. You his do weight. realize people squish ants with their finger. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Burn them with a magnifying glass. <laughs> right. Wow, Not that I that's ever did rude. that. Uh, no, well, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Not every every Marvel superhero needs a, a movie, but that's what Disney's doing now. Right. And no, that's I the know. point of the show is kind of like we, we have a lot of a lot of movies coming out. Too many. Way too and, many. And so I, I think part of the, the reason for this show is to kind of highlight that some of them don't need to be – made it's just a i don't call it a money grab because there clearly there are people who love marvel right and, but ant-man like i i'm a comic guy or at least i was when i was a kid um i don't remember ant-man i've never heard of ant-man right i heard of thor right right and the hulk obviously and mm-hmm. all the you know the standards but ant-man yeah i know and, and there's a reason why no one cares about him it's, it feels like they're just scraping the bottom of the barrel that's what it really feels yeah. like but i think he's like a like a like a second level superhero i i think he has a fan base well but i just uh, god i don't know i don't know I don't, I don't know if i would second level when i think of second level i think of um nick fury and nick fury who even though he is instrumental in the avengers he's not at the same level as everyone else in the avengers i would look at him as a second level per, uh, a second tier superhero <laughs> but not ant-man no ant-man is are you are you calling him right now? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So my only experience with Ant Man was hearing about this person or thing today, but I can't remember exactly what they had said. But it seems like he's a pretty integral part of your call cannot be completed as dialed. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, it seemed like he was a pretty integral part of the Avengers storyline for the new movie. Is that maybe why they're making a movie about him? They're trying to bring all of the Marvel people together for so, just like what DC's doing, and they're bringing yeah. you know now it's Superman and Batman, and this you know they're trying to get everyone together so you can have an Avengers movie and you can have a Justice League movie, yeah. And Justice League will be a lot better, and so I mean it's just I don't know, I just don't think that it's. I don't think I'll answer, but uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what they're doing. I don't know. Anthony knows actually knows. A little bit about what we're talking about, so hopefully he'll answer the phone. He's probably working on his cosplay. How old is Anthony? Who he, knows? Well, he had a friend turn 25 today on Facebook, and he was really excited, so he's pretty young. <laughs> I think he's like 24, 26, something, somewhere around there. Who knows? Does he not have voicemail? Hi, you've reached the voicemail of Anthony. Artist with Women Lab. 
You can leave your name and number. Digital artist. Digital artist. Let's leave a message. I'm a digital artist with Lunar Lab. Hi, Anthony. Anthony. Entity. I'm working on cosplay right now. If you leave me a message, I will tell me which cosplay you want me to perform. I will perform. <laughs> uh, we're on the radio, and uh, we're talking about movies, Marvel movies and stuff. And I know you, you, you don't really do anything else but pay attention to this stuff. And we're talking about Ant-Man. So give me a call back at this number uh, if you want to talk uh, to the radio people about it because you have, a, you have a, a, a take on it. That's about as nice as I can be. <laughs> okay. There you left a message. So hopefully right. we'll call back. Anyway, continue, please. <sighs> All right, next one. Um, a little bit more of a serious note by DreamWorks called Bridge of Spies. <laughs> a little more serious a called Your Life Means Nothing <laughs> yeah. from DreamWorks. <laughs> so, uh, so Bridge of Spies, an upcoming historical spy thriller film directed by Steven Spielberg and written by Matt Charman and, jo- and Ethan Cohen. The film stars uh, Tom Hanks and Amy Ryan. As based on the 1960 U2 incident, do you guys know about that? No. The what? U2 incident. Uh, during the Cold War, there was a Sunday a, Bloody Sunday. No, not that one. No, there <laughs> oh. was not. Well, not what just happened to Bono either. Um, there was a, uh, a American spy plane flying over the Soviet Union that was shot down. Oh, okay. And so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is all about the lawyer who's uh, put in the middle of it. Uh, and he, he's on a mission to have the, get the release of the uh, pilot who was shot down over the Soviet Union. Uh, stars Tom Hanks and Amy Ryan comes out October sixteenth, and it says Tom Hanks, so I'll be seeing it. Uh, you said Ethan Cohen, so I'll be seeing it. Yeah, and, and Amy Ryan. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who Amy Ryan is either. What has she been in? I believe she was the one. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. She was. I love The Office. Sorry, I love The Office. She was. Um, she was on. She was. Um, gosh, I can't remember her name. She was the one that married Michael on The Office. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Not mm, okay. I like the BBC version of The Office. I tried to get into the American version, and I just disliked everybody who was cast in it. Really? Yeah, I just couldn't get well, behind after it. After seeing the BBC one, it's exactly the same, just different people. So I right. can see why you would be frustrated. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Anyway. Okay. Uh, next movie. Well, are, are you going to see that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, are we seeing I said, that? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah? Oh, yeah, it. for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Tom Hanks, uh, did you say? Yeah. Uh, he's okay. Really? Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. I, I, uh, I'll check it out. Okay. I guess. <sighs> I like spy things. It's, it's, but I, I haven't seen Saving Mr. Banks. Be- and I just, you haven't seen that no, movie? Because, oh, no, because he dude. won't watch it. I kind of don't care about it. Oh, no. Am I a bad Disneyland fan? Yes. It, am it's I? a great movie. Is it? Yes. I, Have you seen it? I watched it on the plane without you. I know this is not saying much, but it brought me to tears. Yeah, it's, just it's, to watch. And the reason why it's I said easy it, to do. No, oh, I know it is. <laughs> Anthony? You there, buddy? I can't really hear you, though. No. Hardly. It's like you're on speakerphone, but your phone's turned around and you're underwater. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Hi, friend. How's it going? Good. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so just to, you know, clarify, uh, you know, this is a family podcast, so, you know, no cursing. Be cool. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm on the, uh, your yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Glad we can take you away from your cosplay. So this is how insane Anthony is about comic books. He's doing a, a Green Lantern like cosplay. Which Green man. Lantern? Uh, 
more like kind of like New Fifty Two style, but a little bit of injustice thrown in there. Okay. He's like a he's like a fully armored version of Green Lantern. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, who's the character actually? I mean, what's the character's name that plays Green Lantern? It's not Hal Jordan or uh, John John Smith. Is that his name? John Lithgow, I think is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this this would be Hal Jordan's. Hal version. Jordan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, Anthony. I don't know what you're talking about, but I love it. Uh, so we're, we were talking about Ant-Man, and, and basically we were talking uh, maybe overall about how there's so many kind of deep Marvel superhero movies coming out, and, and what's up with that? Uh, so like, what's like your opinion everyone, on that? Everyone's pretty much projecting that Ant-Man's going to be Marvel's first flop. Like, it's, I don't know, I, I personally, I can't stand Ant-Man. I don't like the fact that he kind of takes on, like, the head of the Avengers, because, as we know, a lot of the Avengers are going to be stepping down after Civil War. So there has to be a bunch of new Avengers who are going to come in, but they've already messed up the timeline with how new Avengers are coming into it. So there's, I don't know, I'm not happy with it. Plus, Ant-Man means Wasp is joining, and no one can stand Wasp. Wa- a wasp? Yes. What does that even see? I don't even know what that. I don't even know what that means. So <laughs> someone in the chat room just uh, uh, made a point that a lot of these kind of sub characters intertwine in the comics. Yeah. Uh, and so does that mean that it they just lend themselves naturally to uh, to more movies? So you have the Avengers, and if you further the the uh, further adventures of the Avengers, you have to incorporate people like the Wasp and Ant Man. You, well, you have to, because the, it, so yeah, obviously the more they intend to do with the Avengers, the more people they have to introduce and plot lines they have to start crossing over. So now you're talking about bringing in things like Spider-Man, the X-Men, because you're, you're bringing in these gigantic enemies, one of which you, you've seen multiple times, but they've made him completely trivial at this point, which is, uh, Thanos, um, who, can basically wreck the Avengers just by raising his right hand. So there's all these people that they have to bring in before they can take on Thanos. So you've got Black Panther, uh, Ant-Man, Wasp, uh, Spider-Man joining in the Avengers, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver joining in on the Avengers. But, I mean, can't we just have a... um, Can't we just have a a, a movie where the first... 30 minutes is these characters are established. We don't need a backstory to everybody. I mean, yeah. the, the thing about Disney is that I think they're moving to is everybody needs a backstory. Like the Maleficent movie. Right. She needs a backstory right. for some reason. She can't just be an evil person. She ha- there has to be a reason and there has to be all this character there has development. There to be a, some turn that happened. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, like in the show Lost. I love Lost. But what lost me about Lost and what I didn't care about is the backstory. I don't care how Locke broke his leg. I don't, I don't care about it. But, I mean, that's just how they told the story. But I don't know. I mean, do you think Ant-Man needs to be told? Um, no, not, I mean, well, because he's a major part of the Avengers, like, he's, he's basically the equivalent of Tony Stark in the future. So I think hmm. having him be introduced a little bit more is probably a bit of a necessity. I, I mean, I, I personally, I don't think so, because I think his story is boring. I don't like Ant-Man. I don't feel a need for Ant-Man. So, but there's this whole, like, notion that everyone needs to have, like, uh, some sort of sympathy or can relate to these characters that are being introduced into these major plot lines. So they have to sit there for two hours 
and give you a sob story about how difficult their life is, how their, you know, <laughs> father passed away and they were hit by a car at the age of 12. Right. You know? So it's, it's difficult to say. Like, I don't think Ant-Man's going to be a good movie because there's just not a lot to tell there about Ant-Man before he becomes an Avenger. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like the take on it. What would be, what would be a good Marvel movie to do? A good Marvel. Well, well, like you know, like a, like these deeper characters, uh, you know, as you said, building up for Thanos, whoever that is. So Thanos is basically like the right hand of death. Um, oh. He, you see his glove at one point, uh, actually in the vault of the first Thor movie. It's called the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. It's basically a glove that allows him to control the universe and all of this weird, overly powerful comic book, um, kind of like godlike ability for Thanos. Okay. And those stones that they've brought up in multiple cases of these Marvel movies, you know, these powerful galactic stones that blow things up? Yeah. Those are each one of the fingers of the Infinity Gauntlet. And once all the stones are gathered, Thanos gains his infinite power back. I'm already lost. I, don't, I already don't care. So, but that they've missed they've missed that whole backstory so far. There's this huge uh, war that's brewing, uh, and it's essentially brewing between Tony Stark and Thanos. Like their war between them is kind of what defines Tony Stark in the end. Um, they're they've covered most of the good backstory. They've also messed up a lot of the good backstory with destroying you know things like Wolverine. Um, you've got. Uh, Captain America's way backstory, which is him actually in uh, the old wars with, uh, he crosses over with Logan in multiple occasions. Uh, Logan and Magneto cross over a lot. There's, there's stuff that happens way before the timeline that they're currently at. It is really good for story. Huh. Okay. Well, hopefully they they'll do it. I don't know. They want explosions. They want it. Right. Uh, robots flying around. Well, but, who doesn't, really? Let's be honest. Right? I know. Luckily, the good news is they finally said that they're doing another Hulk movie, but it's actually one of the best storylines for the Hulk, uh, which is going to be Planet Hulk. Um, it should be. Why not? Right? It's, I mean, you know, everyone loves the Hulk. Everyone loves the Hulk. He's oh. a little angry, but that's fine. Um well, Everyone's a little angry. I always thought a good storyline for the Hulk would be when he was like perma Hulk and he couldn't change back and he was in Japan. <laughs> I always thought that'd be great because in the comics he's just wearing a trench coat and a top hat and he was like hiding in plain sight. And I'm like, these people are the dumbest. There's just no, I don't understand. And he's just, you know, super angry and jumping around and he's like, you know, I'm hanging out in Japan. You think Japanese people were completely used to large green monsters like this? Stomping around their city. That like, might be it. They're like, we're not gonna, you know, we know what happens when we when we tick off uh, large green monsters, man. We're not we're not even gonna touch this guy. When he's angry. All right, Anthony. Well, thanks for taking your time. Go back to yeah. cosplaying or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. You guys have fun. Thanks, right, thanks Anthony. Peace. Bye. Just real quick to let you know, I just uh, something just came across the uh, ears up uh, news desk. Do, 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 yeah, uh, <laughs> Disney through one of their LLCs just purchased the Carousel Inn. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, so we'll see what that means. Can I can I also say that um every time Anthony said Tony Stark, I was like, didn't he die? Cuz I've been reading Game of Thrones. Oh. Goodness. So no. Starks are not 
Every time I hear Tony Stark, I hear, oh, God, and I forget the name of the Wu-Tang Clan member who <laughs> went by Tony Stark's, plural. Oh, that's even... Was it Ghostface? Closer. I forget who was it was. Ghostface Tony Stark's. It may be. It may be. Anyway, continue. We'll, we'll continue <laughs> on. Uh, thanks, Anthony, for the rundown of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, we're going long. Should I start skipping? No. Whatever you want to do, man. Uh, we just know. won't interview more of my family. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. uh, the next one is uh, The Good Dinosaur by Pixar. Uh, Good Dinosaur asks the generation's old question, what if the cataclysmic asteroid that forever changed life on Earth actually missed the planet completely and giant dinosaurs never became extinct? So uh, the hmm. movie sh- uh, follows Arlo, who sets out on a quest to restore peace and gaining an unlikely companion on the way, a young human boy named Spot. It uh, stars John Lithgow, Neil Patrick Harris, Judy Greer, and Bill Hader. Wow, that's a good cast. I will say that just given, just from that uh, description, wouldn't all of the humans just have died? Wouldn't have the dinosaurs just have eaten all the humans? They probably wouldn't have even ever evolved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But English evolved, oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs decided to, uh, you know. Yeah, strange how that happened. Yeah. Well, and watching Justified, Arlo dies, and it's, you know, anyway. <laughs> um, who, who makes that? Pixar? Pixar. I, yeah, I'll see it. Wow. You'll see that one, but not <laughs> yeah. That is the, the worst movie so far. Really? It's the most It's the most creative of them all. How? Don't look at him. <laughs> Don't look at him. He will not help you. I can I'm hearing what I'm hearing right now. He cannot help you right now. <laughs> huh. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's the most it's the most original that you've said so far. It, it, but it doesn't seem like the most interesting, in my opinion. I don't care. I'll I'll see originality right at this point. I'm dying oh. for something original in the movies these days. All right. Whatever. Continue, please. Comes out November 25th. Uh, Jason, let me ask you: Do you know what comes out December 18th? Uh, my kidney stone. I have no idea. I know. Yes. What? Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Episode yeah. Episode seven. There you go. All right. So um, we don't even need to get into it. Takes thirty years. Oh yeah, we're seeing. I'm seeing it. Oh yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. exactly. But I'm, just, I'm glad that you know, like most of the old cast, and I mean old, yeah. is coming back <laughs> oh, to be man. in this movie as well. Han Solo. Han. Okay, so Han looking old. He looks old but normal. But yeah. oh, Leia and Luke. <laughs> I haven't seen them yet. Have you? Well, I, I I've seen Mark Hamill. I followed him on Twitter, uh, but I haven't seen Carrie Fisher at all. I have some friends who went to that Star Wars celebration mm-hmm. and. Hung out with, uh, not really hung out, but met Carrie Fisher, and uh, I don't know, train wreck. Like, Probably, I, I mean, that's wreck. what happens. Yeah. You know, you get old. Yeah, I'm super excited because I'm actually watching all six right now. Wait, is this mm-hmm. your first time seeing okay, them? Okay, it is not exactly my first time, but he, this I've watched. She's the only one who can take a no and stretch it. Yeah, I watched the. <laughs> The non-original three, so episode one, two, and three, before I saw the others. Four, five, six, four, five, and six. Right. And so, even though Jason made me watch four, five, and six, right, I didn't really pay close enough attention. So I never really knew what was. She's happening. seen them, but she didn't pay attention. Four, to five, them. and six are the good ones. I understand yeah. that. Okay. Um, We're actually going to do a show on this in the coming future. Yeah. In the so near I future. I don't want to go too show. far okay. into it. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, so I'm halfway through. I started falling asleep last night, so I couldn't finish Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but <laughs> I. <laughs> so far, she doesn't know that the Empire has struck back yet. She has no idea. She thinks Empire everything's Strikes fine. Empire Strikes Back's the best one. But I did stop it before I fell asleep because I was like, I'm falling asleep and I really want to pay attention to this, so mm-hmm. let's yeah. stop mm-hmm. it. 
Okay, so yes, we're all seeing Star Wars. Yeah, yes. at midnight, the night it comes out. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I can oh, handle that. Oh, it's yeah. going to be a line I'm of people. 32. Oh, I'm fine. I'm 35. Really I'm going to, I'm going to do that at okay. midnight. Well, I, I might do it, it with you. I will see. Okay. Anyway, continue. Uh, uh, next one is the Finest Hours, which is a Disneyland proper movie. Uh, it's an American disaster drama film uh, directed by Craig Gillespie, um, and it's based on the 2009 book of the same name by Casey Sherman. The film is about as a true story of the Pendleton uh, rescue mission attempt by Coast Guard ships off of the coast of Massachusetts. Uh, a storm hit and split asunder. I love that. Two oil tankers in 1952. No, bored. Don't care. Next. Thir- <laughs> bored. Yeah, I, I completely I agree bored. with you. Bored. I agree with you. Uh, Casey Affleck, Eric Banya, uh, Banya and Chris Pine. Um, and terrible yeah, cast. It's not going to be very good. No. No, they terrible people. <laughs> oh, here's an oil spill from the 50s when we didn't have enzymes to eat it up. Okay, yeah. cool. Next. Well, it's not only an oil spill, but it's a rescue as well. They thought it was going to be everyone on the tankers were going to die, and it was a suicide mission, and they rescued 33 of the 34. Uh, spoiler alert. 30, 33 of the 34 uh, crew members. So, yeah, I'm not going to see that one either. Great. Uh, you just told me about the movie. I can picture it in my head. Love it. <laughs> Never going to see it. Uh, Zootopia. This Good movie like. already. Like, this the title I... has captured me. Okay, so the modern mammal metropolis of Zootopia is a city like no other. I'm sorry. Repeat that. The modern mammal metropolis of Zootopia. That's good alliteration. The modern mammal metropolis. Okay. This is a movie so, or... as, as if um, humans don't exist. It's right. Like, like, it's how, like cars. Car, like cars, but with animals. Right. Uh, so, so, like the Lion King. I, I don't know. It's different because not not primitive. Okay. The Lion King was primitive. This wouldn't okay. be. Um, if you've seen um, Chicken Little, that kind of a thing. Okay, it's, okay. Mm-hmm. so the, I'm going to say it again because it's a good alliteration. The modern mammal metropolis of Zootopia is a city like no other, comprised of habitat neighborhoods like ritzy Sahara Square and frigid Tundra Town. It's a melting pot where animals from every environment live together, a place where no matter what you are, from the biggest elephant to the smallest shrew, you can be anything. But when optimistic Officer Judy Hoops, uh, Hops I'm sorry, arrives, she discovers that being the first bunny on a police force of big, tough animals isn't so easy. Determined to, pr- <laughs> determined to prove herself, she jumps at the opportunity to crack a case, even if it means partnering with the fast-talking scam artist Fox, okay, Nick stop. Wilde, to solve the mystery. Hold on. And the rumor is that um, director Byron Howard made this pitch to John Lasseter, and when he did, John Lasseter picked him up in the air like Simba and said, you have a hit. It stars Jason Bateman. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I, I think I, I like to pride myself on being one of the most positive people on this podcast. Right. But that is atrocious. You really think so? I Did think, you just make all that up? Is that okay, real? So That's real. All, it's, a real not, it's a real movie. I don't like when animals speak for humans. I don't really like that very much. Why? It bugs me. I don't know. My dad never liked it, and I don't really have a reason except my dad didn't like it, so okay. I don't like it. All right. But... That sounds so stupid. <laughs> I I hate like every every sentence you read, I was like it's getting worse and worse <laughs> and worse and worse. So it's about a bunny, a bunny who's on a police force. Oh. And so she's probably picked on and she needs to show the fact her that they say a bunny instead of a rabbit is that makes it even worse. I I I will not see this one. And who was starring in it? Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, I do like him kind of, but no. Mm, okay. Um, will I see it? I probably not. Okay. I mean, if you have kids, I'm sure it'd be great. All right. Well, now um, we're and that comes out 
uh, March 4th, 2016. And so now we're getting further and further out. And so now we're getting into movies where they have a general concept, but not a huge plot so far. Okay. Uh, Jungle Book comes out April 15th, 2016. Um, if you've seen the original, it's basically the original. Uh, is it or- live action? Live action, yes. Oh, yeah. The orphan boy is raised in the jungle with the help of a pack of wolves, a bear, and a black panther. Directed by John Favreau. And uh, okay. starring uh, Scarlett Johansson, Ben Kingsley, and Idris Elba. I love Idris Elba. So do I. He's amazing. I love so Scarlett I. Johansson. She's all right. Idris That's, is I so mean, much better. I feel, yeah. But so it's live action. Okay. So they're actually going to be in it, not just voices. Correct. Okay. Yeah. No, that's going to be good. Who's, okay. Who plays uh, the little boy? I'm not sure yet. Okay. He's, he's not Mowgli. listed as one of the stars. It's probably. I get Mowgli and person. Mogwai confused. <laughs> so it's like Jungle Book meets, you know, crosses to Gremlins yeah. for me. Uh, I need to okay. watch that movie again. I need to watch Wolf Cop, by the way. You did? I need to. Oh, my God. I you started need to. watching it at work, and then, you know, they wanted me to work. That's. So. Man, <laughs> that's I hate terrible. it when that happens. Right? Uh, next one is Alice Through the Looking Glass. Oh, I already hate it. Wow. That actually surprised me. I thought you'd be down for that one. Okay. Good thing. Uh, when Alice wakes up in Wonderland, she must travel through a mysterious new world to retrieve a magical scepter that can stop the evil lord of time before he turns forward the clock and turns Wonderland that, into a barren, lifeless old world. Is that a new... The evil lord is Ant-Man. I don't know if you oh, knew that. I didn't know that. Uh, yes, it, I, they have to stretch and bend and pull No, and they don't. And, just don't make the stupid movie. No, I agree with or you. Or call but, it something different. Call it Janelle in, you know... Fantasy right. world. There you go. <laughs> so, well, but didn't isn't there a sequel to Alice in Wonderland? And isn't it? Yes, it's through the looking. Is book. that what this is? That's what it's, it's supposed based to be. on the book. Yeah. It's based on the it's sequel. Based on the sequel. Yeah. Okay, so they didn't just make it up out of thin air. No, no, it's no, actually no, no, based, no, no, no. based on some on the concept of reality. I'm not sure how closely it is okay. based on it. Okay, but I know well, that's all I wanted to it. clarify yeah. because I wasn't entirely sure. Yeah. So, um, who yeah. stars in it? Uh, Johnny Depp, uh, Helena Bonham Carter. I'm and, tired of her. I wish you'd stop Hathaway. acting. I completely agree with you on that. Please stop acting. Uh, comes Helena. out. I'm going to tell her that. <laughs> I'm going to tweet her. Can I say, like, it makes me super angry because Alice in Wonderland is my, one of my favorite stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the story because of Disney. I, watch, I grew up watching the Disney cartoon, and I love Johnny Depp, and, right. I, and I really liked Helena Bonham Carter in Fight Club, but those two absolutely have ruined Alice in Wonderland for me. I wouldn't say I, I hate Alice in Wonderland now or anything. I still like the idea of it, but I hate that, like, all of the things that you buy at Disneyland are based on that. I agree. It, it just, it's completely ruined it for me. I think that they have done a complete disservice. I like the old, like, the old Matt Hatter hats, uh-huh. the big green ones. Yeah. I don't like the ones with the Johnny Depp weird no. hair sticking out. It's no. not, yeah, I completely agree with you, Karen. So you don't have to see that one. Are you I, not? Are you not going to oh, see it? I, I will not. Okay, see I probably won't see it. I don't even want to download it for free. I don't even care. No, in theory. In theory, if that in was theory. possible right. to do, it's impossible. It's Go impossible. ahead, please. Uh, that comes out <laughs> May twenty seventh of next year. The next one, Finding Dory. <laughs> so this one Your I've been hearing already. is like the big one of yes. all these. So it's going to be focused on the um, on Dory, um, and she's trying to reunite re- with her family. Uh, and the film will take place one year after the events of Finding Nemo, and it'll be set off the coast of California. Stars uh, Ellen, Albert Brooks, Diane Keaton, Eugene, Eugene Levy, William Defoe, and William Defoe, it, and Idris Elba. It's Willa and Idris Elba. <laughs> I love Idris Elba. Yeah, 
Wow, I wonder if those. I wonder if those leaked Sony emails about him being the next Bond has started to get him I work. I hope that happens. Well, I hope it happens too. But I wonder if that is starting to get him yeah, work. Probably, it's, you know, because in America nobody talks about Idris Elba. If you're a yeah. Luther fan of the BBC right. show, oh, then yes. Yeah, but yeah, otherwise, yeah. nobody. Or the Wire. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's so long ago. Everyone yeah. forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I. Uh, how much do you want to bet that there's going to be some sort of pollution commentary about the s- polluting the sea? That's probably why they. Moved. How the That's, heck yeah. did Dory get from Australia to California? Well, how in the world did any from it's connected by water? I'm sure she swam but that's or something. A pretty long. Yeah, she's a small fish. But if you if you actually think about what happened in the real movie, from them to go to the great. Barrier Reef to where they went in Sydney, and it's just not possible time wise. So, just you can't think about it. But I will see it simply because Finding Nemo, yeah, is probably the second best Pixar movie of all time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's and real good. It's really good. It's What's okay. your first? So, up? Uh, no, in, The Incredibles. Before before Up Toy Story, it'll be in The Incredibles. I could probably name The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Up, uh, Toy Story Two. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you mine. Wow. Toy Story yeah, 2. You're wrong. And yeah, then, you are wrong. No, hold on. And then um, either, oh, man, either Cars or Monsters, Inc. No. Yeah, you're, no. you're very wow. strange. What, what's better than that? <laughs> Toy Story. Yeah, I like the Toy second Story. one better than the first one. doesn't matter. All three of them are what better than. It doesn't matter. They're better than everything you've mentioned. Yeah. Just they, they are, and that's a fact. All three of them are better it. than you haven't you even mentioned. seen The Incredibles yet. Yes, I yes, have. Yes, we have. You've oh, seen it. We when? watched it. I don't uh, know. A couple weekends ago. Can't tell you exactly. You guys didn't like it? It was fine. No, we liked it. It was fine. It was fine. Oh, good. It was cute. It was good. But it was not in my top three Pixar. No, it wasn't Toy Story 3, that's for sure. Toy Story 3 was terrible. Oh, oh my God. You are so wrong about so many things. I don't know what it feels like to be this wrong. It was terrible. Barbie and Ken. It was terrible. That was amazing. Because whenever I saw Ken, all I thought of was Schumann. <laughs> Our friend Schumann. Our friend Schumann. That's yeah. all I thought about all the time. I wow. Anyway, so this one, uh Finding Dory. No, I I don't because okay. First of all, you'd think that she would have learned a thing or two about getting lost. Well, she, she may doesn't have, remember but she forgot anything. it. Oh, because she's dumb or something. No, she no, just she doesn't remember. She's a fish, so she she only remembers everything every like twenty seconds. That's a myth, anyway. Everyone knows. Yeah, that. but not in. Pixar. And she's not a goldfish, so I don't even understand the. <laughs> so she's like, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, because she has but to she remember to that. keep swimming. She has mm. to remind herself to keep swimming. Anyway, what? Ha- okay, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, negative. Next. Okay. All right. I'll next. do that one. Next one is the BFG. The well, how how do we think that's going to do? I mean, that's a oh, pretty. Oh, it's going to be. You think so? Yeah. Huge, yeah. Finding Nemo was enormous. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's going to be huge. Okay. Uh, next movie is BFG, the big friendly giant. You guys ever see that? No. It's uh, Roald Dahl who wrote um, the- James and Giant Peach. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and okay. all those books. Um, there was a book and then a movie in 89, and this is a remake of that, um, directed by Steven Spielberg, July 1st, 2016. Not much not much out there about what happens. Uh, sets out on an adventure to capture the evil man-eating giants who have been invading the human world. So, um, yeah, probably not going to see that. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I like I like those other stories. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I have no idea. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, without seeing the trailer, I can't I can't tell. Okay. I just have a few more. Next one is Pete's Dragon. Uh, Young Orc. I loved that movie. Yes. I grew up with that. Yes. That was a great movie. So they're doing a remake starring Robert Redford. Coming out uh, August twelfth, two thousand and sixteen. Starring, so he would be the dragon, I imagine. He yeah. wouldn't be Pete. Okay. Right, right. Got it. Got it. 
The next one is uh, Moana. Uh, in the ancient South Pacific world of Oceania, 2,000 years ago, 14-year-old Moana, a born navigator, sets sail in search of a fabled island. During her incredible journey, she teams up with a hero, the legendary demigod Maui, to traverse the open ocean of the ocean, the action-packed voyage, encountering enormous sea creatures, breathtaking underworlds, and ancient folklore, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's we, in that movie as well. We covered that Did when, we? It, when it first oh, when yeah. it was first announced. Um, well, they they put out a little um, trailer or preview, and, and, but a little preview of a singing volcano oh, yeah. who uh, sings, "I pray the sky above us." Will bring me somebody to lava. <laughs> Love it. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get sued for it. Of course it is. But come on. What are you gonna do? Um, will I? See? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll see it. I'm in. Let's do it. Oh, no. Is it out? Can no. November 23rd. Have we seen year. it? Did we like it? No. No. Okay. Uh, two more. Uh, actually, one more. I'm, actually, okay, good. Two more. Two more. No, okay. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I love uh, whatever her Emma name Watson. is. Emma Hermione. Watson. Yeah. She's going to be so good. I think she'll be great. She's going to be great. Uh, March 17th, 2017. The last one, Ghost in the Shell, a cyborg cop attempts to bring mm-hmm. down a nefarious computer hacker starring Scarlett Johansson. No. April 14th, 2017. No, I don't the, see that the, either. The, the, the cartoon was so much better than that. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, it's like uh, the trying to do the live action Acura. Uh, you can't, you can't do it. There's yeah. no way. So sorry, just leave it alone. So that's it. And, and these are all Disney movies. These are all Disney affiliated movies, and there were more, and not include, not including TV shows, not including made for the um, what's the name of it? There was a, there's a new Disney uh, made for TV show coming out with the best, in my opinion, the best premise ever, where you have. All of the children of no. all the evil. No, you listen to me. Hold Descendants? on. Descendants? Yes. That's that a great premise. You have all of, have you heard about this, Taryn? No. Okay, so you have all of the um, all of the evil people, all of the witches, everyone evil like in Corella? Disney movies. Yes, all of them have been banished. Okay. And they all have kids, and the kids have been banished as well. But then they just, the, everyone that's like the Snow Whites and everyone decides, you know what? We're going to let the kids of the villains go to school with the kids of the heroes and all the and all the Ooh, shows. I like and it sounds it. good except it turns into a musical. Like like high school musical I musical. see what you're saying. I see what you're you know saying. What I mean? Yes, you're you're right. It's a great um, premise except uh, for what they did Why with do it. they do it's Why a, does everything have to be a musical? It doesn't have to be a musical. I agree. I agree. And it's it's it is an interesting premise but I mean the acting's terrible. And no, no, I agree. It's not going to be good. No, I it's, think not it's gonna, a great no, premise. But I think you're wrong. I think it will be good because I think it hits that tween spot right there where it does. No. I, I think so. How do you define good, though? Um, eyeballs. You... I mean, popular. Okay. Yeah. Right. Popularity. I, I think it will go. That... I think it'll go at least three seasons. Ugh, wow. Why do people like musicals so much? Well, there was a period in time where there were there, nobody was making musicals, like right. 80s and 90s. That, that well, was yeah. a great time for TV, like Full House. Oh, Fuller House is coming out as well. Oh, That's going to be terrible. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. <laughs> so bad. I know, it's good, but it, I cannot wait for it. You can tell the difference between fun and amazing. Yes. I'm excited about it. Uh, okay, well, thanks, Terrence. That was a, a, a pretty good rundown. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have everyone's favorite segment. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. Thanks, announcer man. <laughs> all right, let me get back to me. Flip back to my news. Uh, this one is for our friend Blobber. 
the Disney measles outbreak that sparked the vaccination vaccination debate <laughs> is finally over. Yeah. Yay. An outbreak of measles that popped up at Disneyland in late December soon spread to six other states, Mexico and to Canada, uh, sickened 147 people in the U.S., including 131 in California, but no deaths were reported. Uh, the uh, California Republic, uh, the public, California Department of Public Health on Friday declared that outbreak over after no new cases appeared in the last 42 days or two incubation periods. I think they're taking a cue from Taryn. <laughs> uh, health officials said 42 people were exposed to measles while visiting or working in Disneyland in December. Um, other places were hit with the virus, including hospitals, malls, airports, and schools. About 20% of patients had to be hospitalized. But, uh, you know, no one died, so that's cool. I know. I'm glad it's over, though. Yeah, for sure. Blobber, get back here, dude. We miss yes. you. Um, here's an interesting case. Disney told to rehire workers who refused soiled costumes. Oh. This is uh, Disney World. Uh, Walt Disney World must rehire three performers who were fired when they refused to wear soiled spandex unitards <laughs> as part of their costumes for the Festival of the Lion King show. The worker said their clean unitards became wet and soiled while hanging from a rack where sweaty costumes that had been rained on were pushed up against them. Disney managers said that the two sets of costumes on the racks never touched and the performers were given other options. The arbiter ruled that the performers were dismissed without just cause and that Disney violated language in a collective bargaining agreement guaranteed that all costumes be clean. The agreement states unconditionally that all wardrobes shall be clean and dry without reference to the existence or not of actual danger. Lawyer talk. Mm -hmm. uh, Disney said the workers car carried out an unauthorized work stoppage when they refused to put on the wet unitards last June, forcing the cancellation of the evening show. So uh, you can tell why this is a big deal, man. Yes. yes. Uh, but, you know, look, they got, to, uh, they got the jobs back. So there you but go. But I just wonder, like, like, were they really soiled? Were they just being babies about it? Have you seen pictures of the halls of Walt Disney World? No. I have a, um, I guess I'll call her a friend, a girl that I know. Sure. Um, you who call her is friend? A, an intern there, and she has sent me pictures of it, and it is gnarly. Why? Really? It's gnarly. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, it's, it's not very well lit, not very well ventilated. It's, mm -hmm. you know kind of just dark and because they're dank. all underground there yeah right? exactly it's the first floor it you know you're on the second oh, floor right. with the match uh kingdom so i mean i can understand that i mean it's that's that's just that's really gross i don't think i would be able to do that either if i had but also like isn't florida like everything is wet because it's just humid all the time or raining but there's a difference between sweat uh, and humidity sweat. yeah yeah so but, what they're saying is you know they were their costumes were sweaty they've been worn for x amount of time right. then it rained then the the performers who were in the rain came in, changed, hung up their stuff so that it touched and dripped on the clean stuff. Right. And so it's dripping their own personal sweat onto other people. And, yeah, they're probably being babies. But the letter of the law says they can mm -hmm. because these these their, their costumes were not clean. Right. Uh, because they were contaminated by other people's stuff. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, agree with them. I think it's gross. I mean, so it's, as a manager, you go, gross. you go, yeah, you're right. But it sounds like they were given other options. So I'm kind of curious like to, to see what, what exactly yeah. happened. Yeah. So yeah, I would like anyway, to see what the options are. Uh, I'm going to save this one because this one's great. Uh, okay, here we go. Disney loses its second attempt to beat a frozen lawsuit. 
The lawsuit over the trailer to the smash animated film Frozen is causing the Walt Disney Company quite a headache as a federal judge is ice cold to the <laughs> studio's argument as to why it should be dismissed. Uh, Kelly Wilson brought the copyright lawsuit in March uh, 2014 with allegations that the Frozen trailer was substantially similar to a short 2D computer animated film entitled The Snowman, which we also covered uh, mm-hmm. when this uh, thing broke. Uh, the Snowman must battle a gang of hungry rabbits to save his carrot nose. Uh, the bar on showing similarity usually uh, is usually quite high, but four months later, Disney has failed to have the lawsuit tossed uh, tossed out, according to a California federal judge. Uh, his opinion that the sequence of events in both works from start to finish is too parallel to conclude that no reasonable juror could find the works substantially similar. Um, Disney made another attempt, their second attempt, uh, which is what this article is reporting, to beat the lawsuit on summary judgment. This time the company looked at YouTube records and made a forensic analysis of who had viewed the snowman online, where the watchers were uh, geographically located, how long they watched, and so forth. Disney argued that the creators of the the Frozen trailer lacked access to Wilson's work. So I think the Mm -hmm. lawsuit is just on the trailer for Frozen, not... Um, Disney lawyers also attempted to introduce denials from witnesses saying they'd ever seen the snowman. Apparently that failed as well. On Thursday, the judge came out with a new order denying Disney's summary judgment motion because there's a genuine factual dispute over whether the creators of the Frozen trailer had access to the work. Um, And I'll save you a bunch of blah, blah, blah. But apparently in the 2011 uh, SF International Film Festival, the snowman was shown like back to back to back with a short film uh, by Pixar people. Oh. And Pixar is related to Disney now, right? Yeah. So that's where they're saying this is how the Disney Pixar people had access to the yeah. snowman. Um, so I watched both of these today. Okay. I watched the trailer and the other thing. And um, definitely, like, identical plot. Mm. Um, I mean... At first, I was like, nah, I don't know, maybe they're nitpicking. But the more I think about it, they're, you know, it's instead of a, a group of rabbits, it's that that reindeer guy, reindeer thing from Frozen. Uh, mm-hmm. Sven, the reindeer. No, his his reindeer, his his friend. The actual reindeer. Sven is the man. No, Kristoff's the man. Sven. Oh the yeah. yeah. Okay, then Sven. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's exactly the same plot. The exact same things happen. It's. Wow. The rabbits are trying to get the carrot. Sven's trying to get the carrot. Right. It's pretty accurate. Wow. Okay. I kind of think these other people are going to win. Yeah. Well, apparently the case is uh, headed to trial. So, interesting, man. Very interesting stuff going on. Another interesting thing, and, uh, you know, Terrence, I I think you'll really appreciate this. Extreme fans are trying to prove that the Radio Disney Music Awards are rigged. What? No, no, they're not. Yeah, come on. By the way, this so this is on seventeen dot com, and it's totally (laughs) written just like a teenager would. would, It's amazing. Um, Does it start like so? Like, oh my gosh! No, it starts out better. This is these are the first two words in the in the in the article. Ready? Oh snap! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is what the youth of today listen. Go on, to. and and so, and I'm only saying I'm only reading this article, and I'll read it very briefly because uh, the, I realize there's a lot of stuff that we talk about that goes on in Disney that I don't know what it means, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of out of touch with all. So I'm 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 doing this kind of tug and cheek because I literally don't understand a single word or reference in this whole entire article, and maybe right. I'm not alone. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> oh snap! 
some Fifth Harmony fans are not pleased that Becky G beat out their fave Fivesome for a Radio Disney Music Award, and they believe they have evidence that the show is rigged. After Becky G swept the catchiest new song category, the first award of the night, fans circulated a photo on Instagram that supposedly shows a significantly higher volume of votes for 5H than for Becky G. The photo compares the tweet volume between the two songs in contention, which is crucial since voting took place on Twitter. And the graphic in this uh, uh, article is, how did Becky win when we were in way ahead? I don't even understand it. But I don't even know who any of these people are. No. <laughs> Fifth Harmony? I don't, I don't know. Uh, whatever. But as several fans pointed out in the comments, Twitter was just one way fans could vote. So even if Harmonizers, I guess that's Fifth Harmony fans, oh. significantly out-tweeted <laughs> Be- Beasters, is which is Becky, Becky G. I guess uh, that doesn't necessarily mean 5H deserved the win. Despite the flawed evidence floating around the web, there's no reason to pit the fandoms against each other. 5H went on to win both other categories. Um, and as peacemaking commentators uh, commenters pointed out on Insta. In- oh. oh, OK. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's not Instagram. So if you want to be hip, it's called Insta. Oh, uh as they pointed out on Insta, Becky G liked a photo of the 5H girl showing off their win, so it doesn't look like there's any bad blood. It's just gossip. Anyway. Well, yeah. That's... I thought it was funny because I'm reading the article going, I don't – what's a beatster? I don't know what it is. <laughs> what's a fifth harmony? I don't understand it. Wow. I don't get it. That is impressive. Um, Disneyland teases three re- – no, that was the wrong – that's the wrong article. This is the one I wanted to go back one real fast. Uh, Disneyland is cutting park hours. Uh, as it's ramping up for the 60th anniversary celebration. On select days in May, Disneyland visitors will have to get up earlier if they want to maximize their stay leading up to the theme park's May 22nd kickoff of its 60th anniversary celebration. Disneyland will close some days at 7.30, which (gasps) is about 90 minutes earlier than normal. But don't worry, Taryn, to compensate, the park will open on those days an hour or two earlier at 8 or 9 in the morning. Uh, Disneyland did not uh, acknowledge the closures uh, or acknowledge the closure, but did not provide details. Rumors on social media are circulating that Disney's closing the park early to test run a new attraction. Uh, I don't know. I, I would imagine it's the parade or, or, or something like that. I and mean, that's the only thing I can think because uh, they don't have a new attraction. Really, right. uh, Allow exclusive nighttime visit by high school seniors and provide time so that cast members can get a sneak peek of changes. Uh, I feel like I would have heard about that. But anyway, um, on May 22nd, we're getting a new parade and a new fireworks show. So um, there you go. And, of course, some people are mad. Uh, I wish they could have given people notice. It sucks for those coming in for once-in-a-lifetime vacations and finding out the park is closing early. Yeah, yeah Says, but it's opening early, so stop crying about it. Right. Like, well, this lady, literally nothing's changing. This lady, you just have to wake up earlier. This lady is a lunch lady at San Diego Uni- Unified School. Like, why do you so care? So she's also an hour away. Right. Uh, seriously cry She about frequently it. frequents Disneyland. That uh, being said, some type of accommodations has to be made to prepare. So, yeah. you Okay. Anyway, she just basically proved her point, but there you <laughs> yeah. go. Um, <laughs> but she's really mad about it still. Ha, Joshua Weiss, Weiss uh, 31 of Pasadena, said this is a common occurrence at Disneyland, especially in non-peak times. He says, Disneyland is a privilege, not a right. <laughs> if you don't agree with the park hours or ride closures, don't go during the off-season. <laughs> yeah. It's not uncommon for the park to close at 8 p.m. This is no big deal. Apparently it is because <laughs> it's in the OC register. This is uh, – I'll save this one for last. This is what I was telling you about earlier, Terrence. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to 
Entertainment Earth news and check these things out. Uh, do, 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 do. Star Wars finds itself transported back in time to feudal Japan with the Star Wars movie realization action figures from Bandai Japan. Tamashi Nations infuses these high-quality figures with characters from a galaxy far, far away. Uh, anyway, whatever. So uh, basically you have Darth Vader and stormtroopers dressed like feudal, feudal uh, Japanese samurais. I think that's awesome. It, have you seen these? Look What's at these things, the dude. Point. The point is just awesomeness. Because I, I look saw at how a cool that looks, these, but I didn't know what they. I didn't understand. I'm that's getting actually these. pretty sick, it dude. Really they is. look rad, right? So they even have a. Um, I think it's instead of a light instead of the lightsaber. Yeah, look at that. It's a his samurai. Sword. Oh, it's it's a his sword. samurai sword, but the light is shaped like a samurai sword. But it really is a lightsaber, I guess. I don't know. And then yeah. the insignia on top of Vader's helmet um, is the imperial thing. I, I don't see, but look at his look at Vader's mask. I don't necessarily like it. The stormtrooper looks so much cooler. I'm getting these, Terrence. So you can you can pre-order these now, and if you Google search "feudal samurai Vader," I'm sure you'll. Is I'm it sure a Hotori Hanzo? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Good call. From Kill Bill. <laughs> Good call. I hate that thing. Look at that. Look how cool that stormtrooper looks. Love it. Anyway, uh, I'm getting those. They're hundred bucks. You're not getting those. It's my money. I do what I want. Not in <laughs> September. <coughs> oh! <laughs> well, I have to pre-order by August, so. There you go. by the bell. Fine, then, then that's your money. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, before we get out of here, there's a woman uh, There's a woman suing Disney that claims that Disney has implanted her with a chip. <laughs> <laughs> I often feel like that. <laughs> I, would, I would feel privileged. According to the like, new, according to the New York Daily News, there's a woman that states that Disney quote somehow implanted a D chip into her body at some point. The woman's name is Julie Lynn Hooker, and she's from Chloe, West Virginia, or Chloe, or I don't know. Okay, her lawsuit has been filed against the Walt Disney Corporation, and that's the name constantly used in her complaint. The actual name of the corporation is the Walt Disney Company, so she's suing the Walt Disney Corporation. Which there is no such yes, thing. Yeah. Right. So I don't know how that's going to happen. Still, Hooker states that she doesn't know how it was done or when it was done or why it was done. But she knows that it was done. She found a chip made of a rubber material implanted in her body. As the West Virginia record states, Hooker states that the so-called D-chip was placed in her body without her knowledge or consent. Uh, I mean, I imagine. After finding the D-chip, Hooker claims she was able to find out more info about it. She states that she has gathered intelligence from those who actually operate the D-chip, which was planted inside of her. So it sounds like she knows exactly what's going on. Upon getting further information, she's come to find out that the D-chip is owned and sponsored by the Walt Disney Corporation slash Enterprise, per her pending lawsuit. Again, that doesn't exist. This information has been enough for her to find that Disney is at fault and to blame for the chip that was implanted. <laughs> she... Huh? She oh the best part is she's going to be representing herself. Oh, oh of course she is. Always a good call. Always. Yeah. And you know what I've learned from doing Disney news is that if you want a really solid long term career, become a lawyer and work for Disney. Yeah, you will yeah. never be out of a job. How did she discover this? Where was it? Doesn't say, but uh, she's seeking monetary damages and asked that the chip be removed. What? She never said what the symptoms were. Like, was she just sitting there watching like the se- Disney Seven D all day? Yeah. And like, like why am I still it. watching this? Is I like this... that she named it the D chip, though. D chip, oh, the Disney chip. Well, right. Yeah. Well, and but... this is the conclusion. 
but she thinks that Disney took it a step further and implanted the D chip in her for some reason or another, and her lawsuit intends to help fix the situation. I, I mean, I don't know, man. What in the world? Let me see if I can. Because I, I, yeah, you're right. I want to find out. Wh- like, how, wh- what made her? Like, was it like a oh, this chip fell out of me, or like was she like trying to get it out because she was having some kind of weird symptoms or that's that is weird. See, I love the internet because you can just search a little deeper, and I found the case number. <laughs> so let's see if I can just Google that. I love when people have cases and they're they're representing themselves because you know that like there just wasn't a lawyer that would help her yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like uh, oh i'm sorry ma'am can you tell me again what happened <laughs> yeah. the disney implanted a chip in you oh okay mm. um can you wait okay. right here for security yes. oh well see here we go this is uh here's a follow-up <laughs> oh there's but wait there's more <laughs> this just uh, it yeah. yeah uh she filed a lawsuit against the walt disney corporation last month claiming the yada 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 um but less than a month after filing this original complaint, she filed for a notice of dismissal. That's surprising. So she, less than a month later, she decides to withdraw the uh, the case or the. Uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, actually too bad. I would love, like on court TV when they have the live court. <laughs> I would love to watch that one. Uh, yeah, me too, man. People are so strange. Yeah. Um, no, that's against uh, that's someone else. I, d- I still want to find because you're right. She needs to explain how she found it, why she thinks she can't though. Because if she did, she wouldn't have a case. But the why, <laughs> and why would Disney just put a chip in you that doesn't do anything? Like there has to be some kind of symptom. I think it's. I think it was maybe more of like she's thinking about Disneyland all the time or something like that. I, I... So do I have <laughs> a chip then? Because. But like, so she found a piece of rubber in her. That's what. That's what. Yeah, has she had surgery recently? Like, I sound like a lawyer right now. Like, I'm, honey, let me help you out. All right, you're gonna waste a lot of money and a lot of time on this. It's so weird. Oh, weird. Okay, well, that's it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're done. Let me find my things here and get to the things before we can. Leave. Maybe I should sue Disney. What would you sue him for, Taryn? For <laughs> making one ear canal smaller than the other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't sound very sure. Well, I'm sure I can make a case out of it. If that lady can make a case out of a chip being in her, I can figure out how to. Well, she did, Disney. but then she withdrew it. For so. a month, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's not as smart as I am. She's not as smart as you, that's for sure. She probably has ear canals that are symmetrical. Um, all right, effect of the show, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, Winnie the Pooh's real name. What? In the classic book of the same name, Winnie the Pooh. Did you know he had a real name? No, I think you're going to ruin everyone's lives right now. Edward Bear. That's horrible. Oh, that's kind of nice. No, that's his name. I like Winnie. That's Winnie the... But Edward Bear. No one ever called him Winnie. Even Christopher Robin just called him Pooh Bear. That's true. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So where did Winnie come from if his real name is Edward Bear? Edward the Pooh? Edward the Pooh Bear? <laughs> yeah. Weird, right? <laughs> I read that somewhere and apparently uh, I forget the, uh, the, the author's name like mentioned that in some opening intro to the book or something like that. It's real weird, but huh. Huh. Yeah, there you go. Edward Bear. Edward Bear. All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us in the Terrence Heavy movie uh, movie job, show. Terrence. That was Thank fun. You. Thanks to Anthony for, you know, I don't know, whatever you did. And, <laughs> um, yeah, until next time, we'll see you in the parks.